This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. This is Joy 94.9's Family Matters podcast, your light-hearted look at parenthood and rainbow families, sponsored by Berry Street. Did you know that Berry Street seeks members of our LGBTI communities to become foster carers? Not only do they have a proud tradition of training and embracing LGBTIQ carers, they officially support marriage equality. Learn more now at berrystreet.org.au, a proud Joy sponsor for over five years. Hello, Ursula, welcome. Hello, how are you? Good now, to be here. The funny thing is here, it's a Rainbow Family show and you're getting interviewed by two people that have no experience, Co- no kids. A couple of fakes. Yeah. <laughs> and no intention of being experienced in either of those well, things. Well, to be married. fair, that's parenting, isn't it? None of us go in with a, oh, I've just done a course, I might have a kid. No, we just have them. Unqualified. Yeah. Yeah, there's no manual for it, is there? No. Does um, being a parent provide you with more material for your stand-up? Is that oh, the, yeah. Was that one of your intentions of having kids? Look, I'm not going to say we planned... The whole thing so I can have new show material. But, yeah, it has provided me with that. And occasionally when I get to a point where I'll go, I have nothing else, I think, should we have that third child? You know, yeah, <laughs> should we add to it? I it, don't know. Just as an outsider, it did feel a little bit, Ursula, like you were, you milked the whole getting married to a lady thing. Yeah. Milk that dry. Yeah. And then it's like, well, nobody Well, now I can't talk about it anymore because no. now you can do it. I know. Cause it, was wasn't, it wasn't really milking a dry, it was showing off. It was yes. saying, hey, Australia, guess what you can't have? I like the way that you never qualified it by saying um, it's not yet legal. You used to call it illegal in Australia. Yeah. Getting well, married. it is. It is illegal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's true. Yeah. Well, if you not. can't do well, it, if you legally can't do it, then it's illegal by default, isn't it? It's the same, just before coming up, there was a lady, I say lady, but I'm going to disqualify that by what I'm going to say next, peeing in the alleyway right here next uh, to your studio. Today, in yeah. daylight. Yeah, not even squatting, just standing upright. Pants on, pants off. Pants down, full brown. So you, well, yeah, she's trying. Look, oh, and then I was like, yep, that kind of sums up. Now, this really adds up is that I'm not qualified for this interview because I don't know how those bits work and how that's possible, if that's possible. It, it d- didn't yeah. work. It didn't work. Okay. Like, there was <laughs> some sprayage. Down there. Mm. Some sprayage and some... Was she trying for outward trajectory? Yeah. Yeah, yeah she was all, at least trying We've that. all tried that. Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, we... It's a two-hander, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> it's called woman's lip. <laughs> Ursula, um, tell us about your children. What are their ages? And can you describe your children in one word, like their personalities? All right. Um, so my daughter is nearly five. She turns five in May, and her personality, in one word, would be glitter. Oh, in what? a gay kind of glittery, fabulous way. Yeah, just like I think she potentially could be a drag queen one day. Brilliant. She just wants glitter. Like you go, what's your favourite colour? Glitter. Like that's not really a colour, but that's I get it. Something sparkly. Yeah, she's she's so straight. It's almost embarrassing. Like my wife and I, some days just look at her and go, I don't know how to handle this. You know, because she just... <laughs> you mean straight in that girly, heterosexual super, way? Yeah, because, like, we went in from the get-go, you know, like, we go, okay, once we have these kids, it's going to be neutral. We want them to make up their own minds, not, you know, the pre, pre-chosen, pre you're going to like pink because you're a girl or nothing. But she loves it. She wants pink. She wants ponies. She wants the unicorn. She wants glitter. She wants ballet. She just wants to get married. There's this boy, William, at her school, and she just wants to marry William. And I think they try to get married in our garage because I saw them <laughs> running after each other. And I'm like, I don't know. I've never... 
That was never in my life. You know what I love about that, Ursula, is that we're protecting your children's names, but yeah. William's out to dry, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's honestly, all over the media. Honestly, William, <laughs> curly head little boy. <laughs> well, that puts away the critics that uh, lesbian couples don't produce lesbians as well, lesbian children. Yeah, a lot no, of people have that theory. Oh, yeah, no, we're yeah. very. Uh, I say on my show now, too, I go, I, you know, I'm so scared. We just want to have normal children. <laughs> oh, you didn't. We <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, <laughs> no, no, but, but you can see, like, all, all my people started laughing like yep yep you know and then I go because you know if we produce kids that are uh, even bisexual or maybe one day a little bit sexually adventurous you know what straight people are going to go yeah. yeah. knew it I knew, knew it. it we give them marriage equality now they're making these slippery babies slippery slope Ursula yeah before you know it it's Labrador time so mm. you know well that's how we make lesbians we get together and we breed another one yeah well that everyone is. knows that yeah I mean and uh, what about your son? Is he is he hidden away because of all the glitter? And is he? No, he's a little. We call him Tank Loaf because he's he's um twenty months today, and he is just a little tank. Like he's such a he does everything she never did. He climbs everything and bashes into everything. He just wants to wrestle and throw stuff around, and he's a little dude. And, so. and with kids, what at what age do they do we start calling them by the years and not months? That's another thing. Like, well, as soon as they turn two, the minute you go this is my daughter she's 57 months I'm like yeah, <laughs> yeah you yeah. need to pull the pin on that <laughs> that's something lesbian mothers would do so I think that we need <laughs> yeah. to pull back on that yeah no the day they turn two then you go two two and a half three I think you that's, should just run around saying you're seven eighths of a year or something just to yeah throw people yeah. off a little bit yeah, no, percentages I, I don't have that kind of brain power no. so when people go how old are you I don't want to stand there for four hours you're trying right. to figure it out on my you pop it in your notebook and is, is kids something that you've always wanted yes but then, when I started doing comedy, and I met my wife 10 years ago, and we started traveling a lot, and I said to her, we got to a point where I go, I don't know, you know, we're really having such a good time, and we're traveling a lot, and if we're not going to ha- if we're going to have kids, we have to do it now, we'll just pull the pin on it, because we were having such a great time, and she's like, oh no, we're having kids, and then... Year later, we're our daughter. Is that true? Because I, I watched some of your stand up from a while back, and you were talking about how you were kind of a little bit pissed off that you're allowed to legally get married <laughs> because you were sort of riding the exemption train of, um, yeah, yeah, you know, I'd love to marry you, darling, but we can't. It's illegal. You know what? I just think some people, from when they're little, all they want to do is get married, you know, or even growing, they, they want to get married. I was never that person. I never wanted to get married. It was never, I always thought, why would you bother? Why would you spend all this money? I'd rather pay it off on the mortgage or you know I think it's a waste of money and time quite frankly but my wife really wanted to what changed to yeah no she wanted to get married yeah. and because from when she was little that was her dream is to get married and because it's important to her then it was important to me more yeah. important than you not getting married yeah yeah because if I'm indifferent to it but she it's important to yeah, her yeah she's then, got the passion yeah then you're like oh, okay it's no it doesn't matter to me I can do well, it so had you discussed whether or not you wanted to both have children before you got married yeah yeah, yeah. When we just met, we we that was one of the first discussions we had. Well, not the first. Not a first date, sure. No, no, no. no. Well, it that was is a, such a deal breaker for lesbians, and it happened. Yeah, no, no. It was early on, like within the first month. We were like, I go, I really want to have kids. Do you want to have kids? And she goes, Of course, I want to have kids. I'm farm stock. You know, they never stop breeding. So it's the most lesbian conversation I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> and I've heard some, Michelle. <laughs> I bet you have. Yeah, right. I bet you have. D is our expert. Now I'm gonna get my friends are going to laugh at this one because I'm so not in the loop. So when I talk about child labour or the process of having a baby, I really have no idea. Oh, that child labour, not little hands. Oh, not the uh, making soccer balls in Bangladesh. 
Although I hope you don't have a lot of input on that either. Like, actually, I'm quite the expert on that. Hello to Nike out there. Oh, great. Get all the brands you can out on this radio station when you mate. Can you tell us the process or where that started or how you start and where you finish up with? What, from going into labour to getting the baby out? No, no, like a discussion about oh. how you how you go about Who's going to have yeah, the baby? So okay, well, well, so from the get-go, I'll tell you this. We sort of look through our friends and go, if we're going to get a donor from anyone that we know, we're going to only go with this one friend of ours because he's the only one that's sort of normal. What rules out um, a donor for you? Are you um, looking for, like, a, attractive people? Are you looking no, at bubbly personality? No, it's not really that. It's uh, If you're off your face every weekend on pills and stuff, we're probably going to eliminate you on that one. Or, you know, if you're on your 48th relationship in 48 weeks, then we're probably going to rule you out of that one. Too. It's really decimating the gay community. Oh, no, a, no. A, no, no. We went with from. a straight guy. There we go. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh, didn't say normal. Straight married guy. I like how you're skirting around your answers like I'm skirting around my question, but we are getting to the end result. Yeah, no, so we um, had a donor in mind, and then the donor actually approached us and said, look, my wife has donated egg in the past, and uh, we've talked about it, and I'd like to donate to you guys if you ever thought about having kids. Well, apropos of nothing, he's at your house and or, and just comes up and says, yeah, well, we about were it? at our house, slash, we were drinking, and then he goes, this is, we've had this discussion, and I went, hang on, we need to do this when we're sober, I can't do this now. <laughs> he didn't ask for an empty wine glass. No, <laughs> and then the new put it in my hand. And then the next oh. morning, <laughs> yeah. no, the next morning we talked again and he goes, I was, I was serious. We had this discussion and, you know, and I go, you won't believe me. That's, we literally had a discussion a week before that you were the only guy we would. That is a literal lesbian wet dream. Yeah. And then some heterosexual man coming up saying, how's about this? Do you want? Yeah. Although, weirdly, I know a few straight guys that really want to have kids, but uh, they don't want to have it in a relationship. They'd rather have it with a lesbian couple and then just have visitation every now and again. Because I reckon that was the way it was meant to be. I've done some thinking on this. I think that maybe, I mean, we made up this whole kind of plan and it seems to have gone all right for society. But what if we got it wrong? And what if that was meant to be the idea? Yeah. I mean, that gives you... Well, that's too deep to even think of. <laughs> well, that gives you a lot of freedom, though, doesn't it? Yeah, like, it does. Yeah. <laughs> well, as, yeah. as Dave was saying um, when we were in our illustrious green room, we used to joke about, like, imagine if we could get pregnant doing this stuff. There'd be just kids everywhere. Like, yeah. the fact that you can't accidentally make a gay baby, I mean, a gay baby, but a gay bee, is um, bloody lucky. There did would you, be a lot of us. Did you have early discussions about the possibility of co-parenting or what rights the donor has? Um, well, we didn't really need to because the donor already had has kids and because they've already been through the whole donated egg thing and they're not because we're all good friends so they're not really involved in the baby's life in the sense of a parenting point of view but in the sense of a good friend point of view so then they go we'd be happy to do the same in this instance they don't they've got three kids they don't really want to get involved in raising more kids but to sort of still be in that circle of friends and see the kids I'm like yeah nothing has changed and touch wood it's been five years and it's so been great do you and your wife have plan do you have a plan to share that information when the time is right with the kids yeah no they already know oh they do okay um my mum was adopted and she always go if you just tell them straight from nothing then it's sort of their normal they grow up with it they just go yeah no secrets yeah yeah um how how do you have that how do you have that chat with such a young person how do you oh we just go if it wasn't for so and so you wouldn't be here 
<laughs> you know, and we because we've already gone. The, there's an egg, and there's a you know, mm. and this is how it works. So we've already had the chat basically. Yes, without I don't think getting would. any of the you know, we don't get into any of the genitalia, but we go. You know, this is literally you need a little seed to grow something, and this is where it comes from. We sort of a replacing the when a mummy loves a daddy very much, like when a next door yeah. neighbour quite likes a lesbian couple up the road. Yeah, then this can happen. Then yeah, when when mummy and mummy really loves each other, then Uncle So and So comes round to the clinic, and then we oh, there's have a, a book, baby. There's a there's a kids book in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's another thing. Have you you know I know that you do comedy and you write and you're yeah. involved in a number of other projects. But what what other artistic outlets? Like, is there something you could do in that space? I think that would be a really. I don't think there's enough literature or yeah. or entertainment in that alternative parenting sphere. Yeah, I'd I'd love to write a book. I've got a friend that was going to illustrate with me, and we've both gotten so busy in the last five years that it's sort of gone on the back burner. But no, the idea for a children's book is there. You know, for couples with same sex, you know, same sex couples with kids, because I think it is, it is a bit like that. We've replaced all the words, and like when we sing kids' songs, you know, we've replaced the dad with mummy. <laughs> you know, like it, it is hard to find something that they can sort of. Because my daughter's now at that point when you read her story, what, which dad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what do the kids uh, call you? My wife's mummy, yep. and I'm mama. Okay, I always find it interesting to see what the you sort of get to choose what you want. Yeah. Although weirdly, um, my daughter keeps calling my wife by her first name. She keeps calling oh, her that's Julie. Weird. So I go, but if she didn't look exactly like my wife, people would go, that must be the stepmother. Yeah. Because <laughs> she calls me mama and her. Jelly. <laughs> that's weird. I started doing that with my mum. They had that slapped out of me quite young. Ooh, she was I like, never no, do it. Yeah, yeah. You don't call your mum. No, yeah. no, I Mary. Do it. Well, she's not called Mary. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that would be weirder. <laughs> Now, as, as we mentioned earlier, Ursula, I'm a, I'm a fake and a fraud here because yeah. I'm not I'm not part I'm of a, a rainbow family. Yeah, I'm not a breeder. And uh, nor will I ever be. I actually had this thought very, very early in life that I knew I didn't want to be a parent. Yeah. And I knew it in the same way that I knew, like, I just assumed that all girls didn't want to kiss boys, but they had you had to pretend that you wanted to do that. And I, it wasn't until later I went, oh, okay, that's not the case. And I had that same feeling about not wanting to have children. I just still thought nobody wanted to do that, but some people ended up having to do it. So it's really interesting to me when I, now so many of my friends are deciding to have children that that's a thing. Like, so I've not really met people that are gay that wanted to have children. And have, has everybody just been sitting on this knowledge? Yeah, I think because I've always wanted kids. I knew even when I was about 16 years old, one of my friends got knocked up in high school. And I went, I really want to have kids. Not now. But, you know, so... But did that affect your... So when you were, I don't know, when you came out as lesbian, but did that affect, was that a part of your decision-making process then? You're like, oh, I want to be this, but I can't because, like, because I imagine with similar age, I imagine that at that time it was not really an option. It didn't really affect because I thought I'd get it done one way or another. Right. And because there's, you can get your hands... You can say hands on sperm. You can get your hands on sperm a lot easier in South Africa than you can in Australia or New Zealand because there's a lot of dino banks that you can just go to and it's quite cheap actually. So, no, that was never an issue for me. Uh, I came out when I was 26, but I knew that I was going to have kids. So, coming coming out at 26, how how was that? Yeah, it was. mine was such a me, me, you know, like it was a. Totally not a big deal at all. My mum mm. kind of came out for me because I've been seeing girls all this time. I just came out then to my family. And basically because my mum went, are you ever going to, 
talk to me. <laughs> and, uh, and I went, about what? And she goes, well, Dr. Andy has a, a this vet that she knew has a gay son. And he knew that his son was gay because his son gave him a phone call and now he's gay. I'm like, it was more than <laughs> yeah. that phone call. Stay away <laughs> from the phone, boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then um, my mom goes, if I had to get a call like that, I go, from your only child that's not married? She goes, yeah. So then the next morning I just called her and as soon as she answered the phone, she goes, I knew it. I knew it. Why didn't you tell me years ago? <laughs> I don't think it was a big deal. And how is she going as a grandparent? Does she Is she involved? Yeah, very. She lives in New Zealand now too. She's at my house you right now. You can't shake him, can you? No. Well, you moved all the way from South Africa yeah, to New Zealand. Yeah, so is my brother and my sister. Can't get rid of them. And speaking of your family, you I read somewhere that your grandmother helped you with bullying at school and oh, yeah. how to defend that. Yeah, my German uh, grandmother. Yeah, are you doing that same for your kids? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. And, and how, do you, how do you go about... Oh, even um, they were watching Ferdinand, the movie yesterday, and, you know, where the, the bull doesn't want to fight and he just sits and the, the matador can't fight him. Like, if the, if the bull won't go, the matador can't do anything. And my daughter goes, what's he doing? I go, he's refusing to fight. I go, people can only fight with you if you will fight back. I go, so if you just take a not today... Then, so I'll, I'll do the same with her. And I always say, if you sort of embrace your stuff, you know, you, whatever you think is wrong or what other, whatever other people will think is wrong with you, if you embrace that, like if you have a tail, as soon as you rock up at a new school, you go, guys, I have a tail, then no one can use it against you because you've embraced it. You're like, yeah, I know. You're fat. You're no. I you, told you. Are you worried about your son? Because your son's uh, super no, he, tough, so you could beat up him, everybody in the yeah, school. Him, uh, You're holding him back. To, no, with him, we have to go the other way and go, now remember, we don't fight people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a tank. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, fangirling, uh, our very own D here was fangirling you I up know. at the Mardi Gras I leapt on you. Do you recall? Uh, not no. Really. I got jumped on a lot. I know. It was actually in the compound. I think you'd just arrived for hair and makeup. You'd just come out of hair and makeup oh, in the yeah. SBS compound. Yes. And okay. they told we were under very strict instructions because we're only radio people, not the pretty oh, people. Not to talk to anyone. Don't look at them in the eye. Oh. Don't, don't look at the telly people. Yeah, because I uh, there was a guy from Joy with a massive beard and oh, it was Chris, all, yeah. Yeah, all rainbow colors. Yeah. And, and I saw him and I went, that is amazing. And he goes, what? We're not allowed to talk to you. I go, who said that? Oh, wow. Who oh, they were quite that? adamant. Mm. Yeah, see, watching, I don't wa- like that. Watching our very own D fangirling over you, mm. I was only a few metres away and I was vomiting to the bucket. He sent me a text uh, and he said, I saw that, made me vomit. Uh, I'm like, I just asked for a photo. I've never asked for a star photo in my life. <laughs> well, That's something. Wow. See, but I think people should do that. Even in my book, I say It's really this. sweet, I, I go, thought. Yeah, people should always come up because after, like, say if I go to the mall or whatever, I can see when somebody recognizes me and then they don't do anything. Then I get home and there's a message and go, oh, my God, I saw you in the mall. I wanted to ask for a photo. So I put it in my book. I go, if, if you see someone on the street, I mean, don't rip the baby out of my arms, but definitely go, can I have a photo? And I will 100% always have a photo with you because I know what it's like to miss an opportunity, you know, to go, shit, I wish I mm. had done it. And speaking of people approaching you, do you have other lesbian couples coming to you for advice on parenting or... Have you met lesbians? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, okay. I got this, mate. Come now. I'll, I'll explain my role on Family Matters here, okay? I am the naive gay guy, okay? That's my role. Yeah. I ask the questions that the gay NGG. guys want to yeah. right. No, um, we've never had other lesbian couples ask us for advice. We've had people go, where did you get sperm from? Can we get some of that? And we went, no. No, we used it all. Is, that is creepy. <laughs> yeah, we're going to try and nip that. Um <laughs> 
Yeah, but that's it. But no, never had anyone ask us for advice. I have a um, say. I normally do a drive time show on Thursdays down on Mason driving you home on Joy 94.9. And there's a segment in my show which is hugely popular in that people love to hate it. And it's called Parenting Advice from a Single Childless Lesbian. It makes people so angry, which is why I love it. Um, and I like to, so I do love children. I have many of them in my life, but I'm just playing that role of yeah. being really. Well, my, my approach is that I'll give kids the exact amount of time that I give adults to prove themselves as not an asshole. So you walk in, I go, you might be a dick and you've got maybe a minute to prove that you're not. And all I need is a tiny bit of humanity or humility yeah. or empathy from a human person or a child for them to prove themselves. But kids can be dicks. How do you yeah. train that out of a child? Because that's a natural, they can be selfish little pricks, obviously. Yeah. So can grown-ups. And I think a lot of that's on the parent. Yeah. So how do you, what's your approach to undickifying your children? Well, because I'm... Like, we're quite strict. Even my straight friends have gone, you guys are quite strict. You're always talking to the kids about... Oh, mate, two like, mums, it would be hell. Yeah, but I mean, if they act up, like, we immediately go, okay, that's not cool, and this is why it's not cool. Like, we just talk to them. Yep. As a result, they're both, both quite chill. Like, you can talk them down from a situation, because I cannot cope when these kids go ape shit, and the mum just goes, no, Nathan, Nathan, Nathan. Mm. Nathan, stay calm. Stay yeah. calm. Get involved there. You know, like take that kid by the hand, Wahim, move him down. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and go and talk to him and sort it out. So, um, like I'll say to my kids, you're out of control right now, and you need to pull it back because you're being a little asshole. Unacceptable. Yeah, unacceptable. That's right. <laughs> that was a great show. Did you see that? Ursula had a show called Unacceptable, and pretty much ran through because that that is something that if my mother had said that to me, unacceptable. Get in the car. Yeah, it does. It stops you in your chills. You. Yeah, there's nothing, nothing you can say. To I top spent seventy six to eighty four in a car. Yeah, same. Was no, was no seatbelt <laughs> on. That's right. And bouncing back, smoking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> flicking it out, coming into your window. Right. The amount of times my mom is that in the back there. She <laughs> got this. Roll your window up. <laughs> Speaking about comparing generations, what annoys you the most about kids these days? Oh. Compared to your own childhood, uh, your own upbringing, the devices. Yeah, okay. Mm. Even you do, you know, ever, do you have a rule for that in your household? Yeah, get off it. No, I mean the kids have iPads, you know, because there's definitely they need it. They need technology because this is the life that they grow up in, right? So you can't go no technology, no TV, no, because then they have no references, they have nothing, right? Because my mum, we were raised with no TV whatsoever. So when I left school, people would talk about, you know. Television references, and I got none of it. Did you binge on it as a result of that? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, even now, Netflix, watch out. You know, there's a bit of it, but not a lot. And I also find, as soon, like, you can go, go put the iPad down, we're going to the park or whatever. They'd much rather do that. They'd much oh, rather good. play with us than sit at home on their iPad. Because my mother was all about, put that yo-yo down. Little did she know. That was nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yo-yo. That yo-yo is going to fry your brain. I know. If you saw a kid playing with yo-yo today, you'd be like, oh, legend. Yeah. yeah. Look exactly. at you. Back Being to retro. <laughs> yeah. Retro hipster. Yeah. My kids love yo-yos, weirdly. I don't. One of my bugbears about kids these days is... Eating out. I just, I mean, for you and your wife, you travel a lot. So you, yeah. the kids travel with you, which is great. So you probably eat out a lot. No, no. Nah. Uber Eats. We don't oh, take those <laughs> little, we don't take those little animals anyway. That is a mother from 2018. Yeah. Uber Eats. Yeah. Uber Eats. No, no, not cooking. No, you're not eating we, out. No, look. 
I, like, I love cooking, and I cook every day if I can, but when I have early shows or whatever, then Uber Eats. But you can tell when your kids are going to be a dick all day. You know, yeah. when they wake up oh. and they rock and dick hard out, you're like, oh, today's the one of those days. Then no, we're not going to go to a restaurant and yeah. let you be annoyed me. We're not, you know. So we sort of will change our plans to keep them away from other people because I don't want to get involved I in think that. some advice for some of those uh, food delivery services. Mm-hmm. Kids eat free. Because you're missing out on the kids eat free by not going out. Yeah. Maybe Honestly, goes... I'd rather pay than have that little <laughs> asshole in a restaurant. Somewhere. I was in a restaurant the other day. I kid you not. It was a grown-ups restaurant and one of my favourites in St Kilda. Lovely place. So it's an expensive restaurant. And the mother was going through the menu with the child while the waiter is standing there going to let Order. us know. Yeah. And she's like, I know that you don't. And she's like, oh, that has tomato in it. I know, but you can ask for it on the side. Or you can ask for And she's instructing the kids to ask for mayonnaise on the side oh. and hold the, this. And I thought, nah, this has got to stop. Yeah. There's your dinner. Here's your tea. I had to sit at the table until about 8, 8.30 at night time because I refused to eat. I was a very fussy eater as a yeah. kid, but I was not allowed to leave the no dinner shit. table. No. <laughs> <laughs> so at 8.30, I had to, I, I didn't eat the food in the end, but I had to endure hours of yes, stubbornness oh. to okay, get so away from has it. it. Are you still a fussy eater today? No, I'll eat everything now. Oh, yeah. That's good parenting, David, right there. My mother and father, would uh, tell the great story about I had a pair of black patent leather shoes went nicely with my long socks you so you're painting yeah. a picture in yeah. your mind I can see yeah. signs are and uh, I didn't shutting down. I didn't like the uh, <laughs> I didn't like the uh, I didn't like the mushroom the fungus uh, and I was at the table and I thought because I'm the youngest of four children you can get a, get away with a lot yeah. um, but not this I was slowly shoving mushrooms into my patent leather shoes and do. then uh, mum's like well you're not leaving the table after all that's gone I'm like well shoes are full I don't know what I'm going to do about that and then dad said the funniest thing he's ever seen in his life was me getting down from the chair and going <laughs> As I walked to my room, they didn't even stop me. They just thought that's brilliant. That's cool. So you know, but that's I don't know that no, parents I, do that yeah. these days. I don't. I don't do that because I remember my sister was one of those. I've weirdly never been a fussy eater. I would eat anything, but my sister, very fussy eater, even today. My mum would do that with her. She had to sit at the table till it was all finished. Never worked. She never ate it and just sat there for hours crying. She didn't want to be there. And so I just thought, I'm never going to do that with my kids. I don't want to force them to eat something they don't want to eat. If I know they don't like something, then I'll give them alternatives. Like my daughter does not like broccoli, but she'll eat any other vegetable. So I just don't give her broccoli. But the boy likes broccoli, so I cook him broccoli and then she just gets the other vegetable. And as a parent, do you have any non-negotiables? With your kids. I negotiate with Bedtimes, TV times, everything negotiable. Yeah. Like we've got sort of, but because I'm quite flexible about it, it seems to always stick with 8, 8.30. They never go past that because they go, they know they can do it. It's almost like, you know, if you can go out every night and then you go, I don't really feel like it. Yeah, I'm not rebelling so, yeah, anybody. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So they don't. They're real calm about that kind of stuff. And You're not getting cocky because cause you haven't hit the teens yet. Yeah, uh, no. And, but also I can't be too – because we travel so much. Last year we were on the road for four months, one solid block, and we literally toured the world. And I can't – you know, we're in South Africa one day, tomorrow we're in London, and there's all this time difference, and now I go, it's 8.30, get in bed. <laughs> but in their mind it's still yeah. in the morning, and they're like, what? Some confused yeah. So, I knew she was losing her mind. And yeah. now she's gone. Yeah. So, you know, you can't, I, I can't be too strict on that stuff. But as soon as I say, 
the wheels start falling off, then you go, okay, go brush your teeth. Then they know. As soon as you go, go brush your teeth, then it's the whole bedtime routine, and then they go. They don't argue or anything. Can I ask you, Ursula, in the current comedy circuit, and, mm-hmm. and I guess you comedians all run into each other all over the world, yeah. are you the only one lucky enough to have your family travelling with you most of the time? I think so, yeah. I'm so dudes haven't mastered that yet. No. Is it because you are a gay lady? Do you think that is part of it? Can you imagine being a straight man convincing a wife and two young children to travel with you? Look, even as a gay lady, I find it stressful doing right. that. Like, this this year, they're only coming over for two weeks. Usually they hear, this is the first time that I've cut it because it's so tiring and, and distracting. Is it, yeah. is it hard like, to focus on your comedy when you're doing that whole other job as well? Oh, hell yeah. Because, like, even yesterday when Dan Smith came around to come get the four-year-old. and Name drop. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, bragging. mate, yeah. And uh, Jason Byrne and Des Bishop came around. Never heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so she came and took the four-year-old, and um, so we could take the one-year-old to the barber, and I could prep some dinner stuff for the next couple of days because my show's at 6.30, so it's, like, hard to, you know, get dinner stuff ready before I go, my wife doesn't cook. So <laughs> I hope Julie's not listening. Yeah. Well, she doesn't cook. She knows. <laughs> you find her in the kitchen because she's making me a coffee. But, <laughs> but um, you know, so it's just... And I had to record a video for this guy that's sick and I couldn't find just five minutes where I can just quickly do this video for the guy because it was so loud the whole time. And eventually I said to Julie, you have to take the boy and go for a walk so I can quickly do a video. So I understand actually why comics don't because the hours are terrible. We're all out every Mm. night. And then with kids there, you can't sleep in. So you have to get used to working with four to five hours sleep a night, which is, and then if they wake up, you're like, oh my God, it's even less. So yeah, it's stressful. Lastly, I, Obviously, I did a bit of research today. So I yeah. Googled, I typed into Google today things to ask or oh. things not to ask lesbian couples with kids. See how confused okay. and sweet he is? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, are these the questions you are commonly getting? Try, Who is the biological? Let's, let's see if Ursula can guess. Oh, two yes. questions. I've got a list of six questions on my list. Okay. Can you guess two of them? Okay, well, the number one question is. Who's the father? And then we go, there's no father. And Bing. they go, yeah, no, but Da-do. you know what I mean. Yeah. That was oh, you right, know yeah, what yeah. I mean. I go, and then I go, no, I don't. Cause, so that makes them really Yeah, awkward. that's on the list, yep. Number, oh, this weirdly was a question I got asked a lot when my wife's pregnant the first time. She, they go, who's going to teach your kid to ride a bike? Oh, wow. If there's no dad. <laughs> I'm like, you know, women can ride bikes yeah. too, right? Like, wow, that's wow. not hard. We yeah. got that a lot. I would have thought P standing up, but ride a bike. Sure. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. That woman out the front could have taught him that. That's a weird question. Uh, so who's the father? What what will they call you? Okay, I'll read yeah, those one of my questions. Yeah, that I asked. Yeah. Mama, yes. Mama and Uber Eats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the questions I've, I've, that were on the list was, who is the biological mother? Mm. Who is the dad? Do you think the kids miss out by not having a father? That's a bike riding question. Are you worried your kids will also turn out gay? Are you worried your kids will get bullied because they have two mums? And is the dad in their lives? Those are the questions oh, yeah. not we're, to We're ask. three for six on that, by yeah. the way. Yeah. In terms of dumb questions to yeah. ask. No, well, I only got the first couple, the who had them, who's the dad. We get those a lot. But the bike riding one, that would be I think if I'm a fully grown human lesbian woman... I, and I'm still scared to ask a lot of those questions of friends of mine who have to. Yeah. I've got very close friends, and I don't know. I know who the biological mother might be. Like I know who bore the child, but I haven't asked about the father question. I know, and and one that I also get quite often is, how does it work? Did he come in and? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That I would go, be it. Big what? ones. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm just gonna 
This friend of ours is just going to come in and bone my wife. Turn on a bit of Barry wine. Yeah, yeah. mate. Let's get things The revolving going. bed. I blame the big chill because that happened in the big chill, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, but I think... Before your term, Dave. I had no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we are running out of time. So I have to say thank you so much for joining us no here worries. on Family Matters. Thank you for having me. You've given us so much uh, advice for yeah. a single, naive gay guy. And to be... Uh, I just want to say I do love my kids, even though I call them dicks and assholes. Just because that's how they act some days. Can I just ask you, though, and I know we've already hit final question. You've got one boy child and one girl child. If yeah. and, you, and you refer to them as the boy and the girl, which is fair mm-hmm. enough because you're protecting their identities. If you have another one, I don't think it's fair to um, gender identify them either, if I'm honest. So I think you need to come up with pseudonyms. And we would like to have them referred to as Beyonce and, and Kanye. Kanye. Okay, okay, fine. Mm. So if you could redo the whole interview and refer to them as, All right. as those. But so if you have a third okay. child, you're going to have to say other girl, boy, girl. I just want you to take that into your just life. other. Other. Third. Three. Yeah. yeah. Well, my family named us ABCD. That's how I got my name. Oh. Andrew Bowen Christopher D. So, you know, alphabetizing is another. The Dewey Decimal System's there for you. I think we've obviously rammed that into the earth. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Joy 94.9's Family Matters podcast. Your light-hearted look at parenthood and rainbow families. Sponsored by Berry Street. Did you know that Berry Street seeks members of our LGBTI communities to become foster carers? Not only do they have a proud tradition of training and embracing LGBTIQ carers, they officially support marriage equality. Learn more now at berrystreet.org.au, a proud Joy sponsor for over five years. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast, brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.